remember one time a girl was saying after the mic, she's like, sometimes comedy shouldn't be funny. And I'm like, that's literally the exact opposite definition. Yeah. That's like, sometimes <laughs> food shouldn't be edible. What are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> like, you're literally dis- saying the opposite of what you just said. <laughs> what? Oh, right? Up is down and down is up. Alive. 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 Jokes on you, motherfucker. We alive. How's it go? Is uh, <laughs> kind of the sound that plays. Did you like that? Did you like that intro? I loved it. I love that. Good, right? Copyright infringement. That was fucking great. <laughs> Dude, it's not. It's that, you can. I'm pretty sure you can sample demo. You get up to ten seconds. I'm pretty sure copyright laws. You. You. There's a, a sampling. I think you're Rule. right. I think you're right. Up to a certain, and I think it's ten, 10, seconds, 10 seconds, which is exactly what that is. Oh my god! Yeah, it was like it is. In, it's a comedy podcast, so it was jokes on you, motherfucker. It's a parody of the thing. Sure, sure. J Cole, shout out, oh. and um, I guess Usama Siddiqui, man. Thanks What's for up, me, bruh? What's up? Uh-huh. <laughs> we do a quick pre-podcast <laughs> come sesh. Before we get get to it, you know, oh, man. Uh, we've been hanging out the whole week, man. Been chill, dude. You've been, been in talking Austin with us here, Austin. Us doing Austinites. doing the giggers, the giggies. Yep. You've had you've had you've had some good ones. You did, you did uh, a Romo room last night was was dope. Romo was awesome. Then I had um, Balkan, uh, Georgetown was great. Uh, Cherry Wood was fucking awesome. Um, was the one after we did after, after Cherry Wood? What was that one? Uh, uh, Baker Street, Baker was Street, bad, was a bad bitch. Where your um, boy got on that one. That one was yeah, fun. Yeah, and then Cody did a little sneaky sneaks on that. A little sneaky. Right? Hey, can I do a quick 30? Dude. Uh, no, he, he killed it. Cody had a great, a great set. Well, <laughs> you're, you're right here. I'm like talking to you third person. <laughs> Cody O'Dell had a great set. Yes, yes, I uh, did. I did. <laughs> dude, it was, uh, it was, it's been a fun, fun week, man. A lot, a lot of kooky mics and kooky shit shows and great shows. The whole gamut. Dude, it's, um, how do you like the scene, man? You you said you you seemed like pretty positive on it. Like, if yeah. you were gonna not live in one of the hubs, would it be here? You think, or yeah, would it be yeah, yeah? Or that or Des Moines? You know what I'm saying <laughs> you have not lived until you seen the Des Moines Eye comedy scene, bro. Yeah, the killers out there. It really is like yeah, it's definitely Des Moines, <laughs> like uh, Boise, Fort, Fort Wayne, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Don't play with the Fort Wayne comics, and bro. and then Chicago. I think it's third probably. Yeah. yeah. In the Midwest, no, you know we'll we'll put uh, and then Mumbai. We'll put Flint in there as well. Flint, Flint great scene, yeah, Flint. Yeah, the I don't know if you've heard about the Flint scene. scene. Is real hot, right? There. <laughs> um, real killers. Oh, Yo, man. yeah, Austin's been fun, man. It's been um, getting the whole smattering. You know, everyone here is like chill as fuck. You know, for the most part. Yeah, you a know? lot of people are moving here. Apparently, you know, it's it's coming, dude. I don't know. I feel like it's a little uh, premature, man. Everyone's just like, yeah, LA sucks. LA's dead. You move a whole life. Right. Well, I look at it like Rogan specifically being one of the probably catalysts of probably a lot of comedians considering moving here. Yeah, every time he like talks in a direction, open mic stores go to that direction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's yeah. He has so much power over the, the comedy scene. Right. And not, not 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 fame. It's not right. like like re, like Kevin Hart level fame. But no comic is following Kevin Hart's moves and what to do with comedy. Joe Rogan right. somehow has this sort of monopoly on comedy movements, right? And comedy um, kind of um, happenstance, yeah. Which I don't understand. Wow. Right. I get Joe Rogan. I get it. There's other big podcasts. I guess it is the biggest podcast, right? I would say he's 
the biggest podcast that's of any comedian ab- yeah. above uh, maybe even yeah. in the game. There's of some podcasting. true crimes. Those white girls love the true crime. Yeah, they push those up to number one. You know, um, I don't get the hate. Uh, there's a oh, lot of people know. that yeah. hate on him on Joe Rogan. Yeah, and I oh don't get God. it, dude, because it's like, yo, he's a good podcaster. I don't know that. I would say he's like one of my favorite comedians out there, but I think he's a good podcaster, he's, he, and I think he's a good at devil's advocate. Yeah, he nods well, you know, like, hmm, <laughs> yes, keep going. He does a good job getting very intelligent people on the yes, podcast, yes, so yes. he can talk with him with them. I'm, I'm right, and then Joe is interesting because he'll always like think he's on the same level as these as these guys who he brings on. So like, they, he brought in like Neil deGrasse Tyson, and Neil deGrasse Tyson like saying actual science, and then Joe's like, but what about farts though? <laughs> and it's like Joe. You can also not be a scientist. It's, it's okay, Joe. You don't have to be a, a fucking scientist. Have you ever tried DMT? You ever tried it's like, dude. Yeah. Stupid. Dude. Yeah, I get galaxies, but what about DMT, though? Yeah. For everything. Right? Um, <laughs> they said he was going to open a comedy club here, though, but uh, he said he was going to open a comedy dude, club he, here. He should, bro. He has so much You surplus. You said you thought you had heard Cap City, because I've heard several things. I heard right. Helium possibly right. opening uh, at the old Cap location. Something, helium I don't know. would do that, huh? Just fucking little helium. It's it would be such a helium thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> classic helium. You know, <laughs> y'all know, y'all listeners know, fucking helium, money grubbing fucks. I I think for well, a like, long time Austin has existed as its own little kind of scene and right. like little sphere of you know people are here and they they get in the Austin vibe and there's like an almost like an Austin comedian Austin comic that exists. Yeah, I've noticed. They all kind of mirror the same sort of anecdotal, like, sure, sure. not necessarily heavy joke mechanics, just more just kind of talking and, and saying yeah. maybe funny things. Well, it's more, it used to be even more kooky, you know? And first of all, if a helium came in, that'd be amazing because, first of all, they're a great club. And second of all, that would actually bring in club energy right. to this Austin thing. So the guy who... Instead of the guy who's like, yeah, so I was at you know my co-op and I got some beans. And it's like, where are you going? This is like a, like most Austin comics, their jokes are like Linklater films, you know? Just <laughs> meandering into a place, <laughs> no idea Dude. where it's going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And no, I get it. Yeah. And it's maybe not a coincidence that Linklater was also a guy who worked out of Austin. Maybe it's the fucking environment that fucking brings these guys into like sort of like, hey, everyone's good. Everyone's hanging out. No need for a punchline. Yeah. Everyone's good with the setup, right? Well, it's like Austinites fancy themselves woke. Right. And, right. you know, it, I think this city likes to think it's a lot more diverse than it actually is. Right. Uh, right. It's a lot of white tech money. I mean, like, let's yeah. be honest. And so um, crowds here can have, like, like high sensibilities about things. Yeah. Where I think maybe an East Coast, West Coast influx could shake up. The crowds the here right. a little bit. Dude, I mean, Tim Dillon's coming here. You know, um, Joe Rogan's already there here. needs to be. I'm I'm just saying because the pendulum f- swung so far to the left, there needs to be a right. Sure. Which is coming. It, it, and and I'm not. And like it's like I don't think that uh, people that identify themselves in right left ideologies in that sense are yeah. honestly being like just honest with themselves about like the whole thing being just kind of bullshit. We all just kind of pretend it's right, right. It's all a confidence thing. And like, we all that's just, we need a comedy club that's opened by Milo Yiannopoulos. Dude. You know that guy? 
Remember that fucking crazy guy? That that that, that <laughs> guy is such an enigma of a yeah, person, yeah. though, dude. It's like, I'm gay. A, a super I'm, gay dude. I'm a gay homophobe. Talking about <laughs> sucking black dudes' dicks in like conservative fucking. But then he like says, "I want to kill the faggots." You know, it's like, who are you? But wait, wait, what? Whoa, <laughs> what? What? I'm not computing, <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude. It's like, hello there. I like to fuck men. Kill them afterwards. <laughs> it's like what, <laughs> dude? I mean, for anybody that doesn't know who Milo Yiannopoulos, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's like what? He's like a conservative, like a uh, pundit, yeah. I guess, a, a flaming. He was a, he was getting big. very good looking, dude. Super hot. He was a um, big pundit for a little bit. And very he, charming in his super awesome. You know what happened? What killed him? What? Uh, he said it was okay to be a pedophile or something. He's like, but how young are they? And they were like, bitch, you can't fuck my kid. And they just, everyone just kicked him off. Yeah, well. Conservatives don't fuck with that. Dude, it's, yeah. Um, and now he's what, just like a, a an outcast from anything? From know, everything? I don't know what he is. But I, I, I fucking root for those people, dude. Yeah, yeah. I root for those fucking people that don't fall into any sort of thing. Like He's something, man. He's probably. Because it's like that That guy's a very fucking great example. And like a, yeah. uh, same thing as like a black person that voted for Trump. People are like, sure. what? <laughs> I, like, I can't figure I, out that's out. They just shoot their own brains Fucking out. Biden with his bullshit. You ain't black if you don't oh. vote Democrat or whatever. Oh, what whatever he said. Whatever he said. Not, listen, motherfucker. Like, did he really? Listen, like, motherfucker. I'm like, wait, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> are you fucking dude, Biden, kidding me? Biden looks crime like bill? Anyone? Dude, crime Biden, bill? Biden looks like he still says jive turkey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't jiving with that turkey. That's his vibe. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, man. People are so tied to their ideology that it's the problem because... They're they're not flexible, right? So when you're right. not flexible, you're you're rigid, and you can't step to different ideas. The world's changing constantly. It's not it's not your idea of what the world is is static, yeah, and it's moving back past you. So your idea of like you can't say that it's like, bitch. There's like so many larger forces that are just like changing constantly. You're fixated on this on the word retard or something. Yeah, yeah. The the idea that that, that your worldview right now is based on semantics. And not class structure and uh, bigger ideas. Sure, you're thinking narrow, and then you're the shittiest person at a comedy show because you're first of all you're dumb. Yeah, you're not thinking in a larger way, and second of all, you're gonna be left behind, and you'll get angry at that too. Because when the world keeps going as it does, small right. ideas never last like that. Right, you're gonna be in the dust again. Right, this is the problem, dude. I think that yeah, there's uh, I think with the the liberal side of it, like that viewpoint, it's like there the whole idea is that we're all seeking equality and peace and harmony yep. and in a in a so so to speak utopian existence that could right, be right right but in reality they want to be disagreeable they want yeah. the 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 you know the matches with people like that's why they, it's like they, they'll take one thing about like if i say one right. thing that maybe somebody that's a fucking you know maga hat wearing right. motherfucker would MAGA. agree with because there might be some things i might say that they agree with right i'm a complex nuanced person that has a lot of different experiences in my life right. to to mold who i am and my he's a racist Bro, but it's like oh um, fuck we but are it's not. like that that's yeah. what all that's all they need to go fucking ham you, you know you, uh you said interesting point you were like they love freedom but here's the thing, they actually hate freedom, actually, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're the same people who like will try to totalitarianize fucking speech. So you yep. want freedom socially, but you want to police speech. So you don't want freedom, but you want freedom. But 
Boop, boop, boop. What and do you I, want? And am I wrong? I'm not enough of a, a history buff to know this. Didn't weren't Democrats? Didn't it used to be the complete opposite? Weren't they the one? Wasn't I the think, Democratic? I like, think so. In the sixties, they were the uncool fucks. They were the the hippies, right? Yeah. The ones that were like free speech advocates and like say right. what you feel and think like that. Didn't that used to be that? Now I it's think, the opposite. Yeah. Now it's police speech. Now it's right. censorship. Now it's fucking cancel culture. Now it's, <clears throat> you know, take one mistake somebody made, one thing they said, and don't even give it the, right. the benefit of the context of the time it was set in, because maybe at that time it was totally socially acceptable to say, right. but let's not do that. Let's not give the context. That's the main problem. Is the, the idea was love before, right? Hippie right. culture is all about love. There's no love here. It's like ending people's career. It's destroying. It's taking away. They wanted it to do it with Louis. They, there's still people that want Louis's career to but be. That's how good Louis is. Is like every outlet's trying to destroy him, and he puts out a special that kills and gets a million dollars. That's what a fan base gives you. Is in in this in this day and age, that is one good thing about the internet. For all the bad things, no. is that you don't technically need the the traditional power right. apparatus. It helps you, and it pro. It, and let's be honest, it got Louis to where he is. Yeah. But now that he's there, he doesn't need it anymore. You ever see Joe Rogan on a red carpet premiere? He's hanging out in a fucking suit that's too tight for him, you know? <laughs> he's not, dude. He's not. He's, but do you see him with 19 new houses? Yeah. He has more money than half the actors in fucking Hollywood now. And he's doing it off not being in Hollywood at all. He's not, yeah. he's not even doing Doritos commercials. Like, this guy is so out of the grid. Yeah. And he yeah, is yeah, the biggest bank. Jay Leno, man. <laughs> Eat Doritos, you know? You're driving? You're driving? <laughs> you got a car? Joe, you podcast? You got a podcast, Joe? Shout out to Bill Hicks. <laughs> the best, the best. But, you know, he's not in the mainstream Hollywood, and that's the idea. It's like, Hollywood wants to have a little vice grip on, yeah. on anybody on inter- entertainment. Does that scare you as, as a, you know, someone who's venturing into show business and, and very much making your way in show business right, already? Right. Does that scare you? Well, the machine? A, a little bit, for sure. The machine? But here's the thing, and then you look at Joe Rogan, you look at fucking, um, you know, Tiger Belly, you look at all those L.A. podcasts that just like, Weren't even in Hollywood, really in L.A. And right. just kind of popped up. Gives hope. Yeah. You don't really have to have that. Here's the thing. The real fear is, do you have what it takes to work for your own future? Yeah. That's the main thing. It's like, it's going to be based on how much you work for it. You've, absolutely. It's no longer about it's know, also Jenny though, McCasting, bitch. It's also a combination of that and those people that, that, that have to have that work ethic. Still, on top of that, you have to have something to say. Yeah, like you, you like to get to the level where, you know, you have that Louis audience that that's that loyal to you, and you know, I don't know that I see a lot of comics like in Austin. They don't have shit to say. Right, they're not concerned about impact. They're not thinking about. And I'm not saying that comedy has to be a. So I don't. I wouldn't want it to be that. Right. But I do think it can serve as a vehicle of changing social discourse and like in 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 evolving. Right. That. I mean, you're right that it has, it can be all that. Here's it's it's like why not get a tinge of it at least? You know, I like the guy who trips a lot. That's funny, funny to me. Great, right? Yeah. But here's the thing: it's like why not say something with every joke? It doesn't have to be something crazy about global warming, right? But the idea maybe like dads are uh, hurtful. Okay, that's the subtext. There, that you could be saying that socially right. through a joke. It doesn't have to always be like and now. Pfft, Armpit, you yeah. Know? Austin before was even worse like this. It was like, you know, but back when it was Cold Town Theater was there and all that. Yeah, it was still it was people. There was one guy you might know this. He was a guy who was all tattooed, face tattooed, had horns in his head, forked tongue, lizard man. Lizard man wouldn't mention it once during a set. 
This guy would go up and be like, so Hinge is weird. I'm like, bitch, you're a lizard. <laughs> and this guy would not mention lizard once. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Bro, it, my name's Osama. He even had the tongue it. procedure done. He had the fork tongue. The fork tongue, bro. This guy was a committed. <laughs> but, like, did he give up at it? Like, he, he did it all. He's like, I don't want to tie. I don't, I'm, I, this, that's what I'm saying. part of my past now. Right? Why did you, you become well, a fucking lizard then? You can't have a fork tongue be like, man, dude, taxes are brutal. Yeah. Um, I know I saw him at Blind Tiger one time back oh, in yeah. the day. Yeah, back in the day. Dude, that guy's so crazy. Fucking A, yeah, dude. dude. Lizard man. Yeah, so me and my wife are having some problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she found a guy with a tongue. <laughs> yeah. With one tongue. Yeah, you <laughs> clearly have some childhood trauma. <laughs> did you get molested by a gecko? What's going on here? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> did you get did you get like touched in your butthole by your dad during a Geico commercial and now you have to like be the What's going on? Dude. Um, you know, there was a topic question I wanted to ask you. It's just sure, a sure. general open question, and uh, I think it, it's an interesting thing to ask. Is gay um, a sin? Is, you asked. Is gay for pay still <laughs> straight? No. Um, uh, how do you? What do you? How do you see comedy has uh, has changed from like let's say 2015 to now? What? How do you? How do you perceive comedy now versus at that time? And what's different about it in your opinion? 2015 is uh, six years ago when I first came to New York. Yeah, right around the time Trump came into, like, starting his campaign and, like, that that started to be a thing. Right, right. Well, the worst parts of cancel culture were were then. 2015 to 2017 were the worst parts of cancel culture. And do you think that was a direct reaction to Trump's election? Or do you think that that his election had a lot to do with it? His election... um, He's he's been such a fucking lightning rod. People people drew their battle lines. Yeah. BLM wouldn't, wouldn't have started without Trump. In the women's march that occurred in January, that that 2017, uh, the inauguration, um, all that was reactionary to it. The crazy thing about all this, bro, by the way, Biden was literally accused during his campaign of grabbing a woman by the pussy. Literally, she and where where were the believe all women crowd then? Where the fuck were they? It's a Democratic candidate. Now we don't need to believe all women. Oh, I like how your morals are like fucking moving goalposts that depending on the tides of the time, that's what you believe. That's what it it feels like. It might be like Tom Brady's catching SNL. You know, where if you're hot, kind of, you can grab someone's ass more, you know? And so Biden might be more charming about it. Like, hey, 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 darling, get over here. Something like that, you know? Because he does have like the sort of like rakish... I'm an old guy who fucks look sometimes. Dude, yeah, he does. You know? He does. He's got a little rakish energy. Um, 2015, though, it was like, it was just starting. You, you, you felt the bubbles of like people being like, you can't say that. Yeah. You can't say that. No one was canceled yet. It wasn't been canceled yet. There was no Me Too yet. Right? Yeah. yeah. Me Too yeah. started later. Um, the first big cancel, that wasn't Louis. Who was the first? Harvey Weinstein. Yes. Harvey Weinstein, right? Actually, uh, it was Cosby. Cosby, Hannibal Burris may have started the started Me Too movement. M- Me Too, exactly. I think it was Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris, has, Hannibal Burris, first of all, started that and then quit comedy. He was like, "All right, guys." And it, well, you know what it was? It was right after he saw me eat shit at the Tiger. That is, <laughs> I started the Me Too movement. Sure. And then I, I remember you called me that day to say what's up. I said go there. So really, my mom who fucked my dad is the reason. <laughs> uh Dude, yeah, uh, you're right. It was Cosby. Cosby. You're absolutely right. And because in the, the thing with the Cosby thing was that it was like he wasn't wrong, Hannibal. Like those right. allegations had been around in circles for years. I had heard strange things about Louis before that sure. surfaced. That is so funny that Cosby would have gotten away with it. Like that is 40, 50 rapes in the book. Dude, there's an old Cosby sketch 
or a sketch, you know, a scene from the Cosby right. Show with his barbecue sauce. Yeah. Have you seen this? And he's like looking at and it. And it's like it's like his barbecue sauce is a fucking it's a metaphor for a date rape drug. The way he talks about it, he's like, My barbecue sauce makes you feel real good. <laughs> it's so fucked up, dude. It's like it, and hey. when you with the right. context of sure. who he is, the monster yeah. that he is, watching it, you it's it's we it's eerily Dude. like you're like it turns what was this joyous groundbreaking yeah. comedy of the 80s into this weird like oh gross like that was still very pervasive and it's like there is still dude that's the other thing about me too me too didn't didn't end uh like the casting couch kind of thing right it's just gonna change it's just gonna morph it there's it's gonna men are gonna evolve their tactics right. that's all they're gonna do they're gonna evolve their it's tactics gonna be a couch like casting ottoman or something you know they're gonna yeah. make it, uh, something more woke yeah hey because hey, men at here, the end of the day the, right. their dicks didn't go anywhere me too didn't right didn't fucking drain the fucking balls of all men they're still men so oh, yeah. and and that's dude something patrice said where he was talking about like this was on mark maron's wtf probably shortly yeah. before he died he's like their society like they're bringing men down and like women are up but like women are getting their cues from men so it's like well, it's it's a weird disconnect because there's there's things that women want in right. a man, and there's things that society is telling men they have to be. So sure, those aren't in line with each other. But it's also mixed messages of what society is telling men they're not, supposed to be. Exactly. They're, it's mixed messages. So you're like, girl doesn't want a guy to be like, um, so are you comfortable? Yeah, nobody wants that. But society is saying you gotta say that now. Mm-hmm. So what I'm feeling is it's we're past that for, for it to affect us. It's really the kids that I'm like, how are y'all hitting on girls now in middle school? Yeah. Are y'all affected by this? Are y'all being like, hello, Sally, non-binary woman. Shall I walk next to you? And is that how they hit on girls? How are they doing this now? How are they <clears throat> talking yeah. to girls? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it, 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 it gets to the point where you go, okay, common sense has to like win out at some right. point here. Like where, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's just like, elements of the biology differences of men and women that will never be Man. different and that and those are going to always <laughs> this affect like, how we interact with one right, another right this is this is a, a cosby's judge's defense right dude i think that <laughs> men are gonna be men you know you know louis <laughs> said something though and this was i don't even remember what it was from it may have not even been from his act it may have been just something right. i'd seen watched of him interview or something but he was like He's like, he's, I think racism is going to be done, like, or maybe this was from his, uh, an act, a special. Right. Like, racism will be done long before sexism. Like, sexism isn't going anywhere. Oh, that's biological, bro. <clears throat> yeah. 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 That's Adam and Eve shit. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Um, it's like, you fucking made me eat the apple, you don't. Right. So, you know, yeah. that. Adam and Eve were both white. I don't know if y'all know that. Yeah, they All were. Right? They were. They white were white the f- and straight. And they looked great having sex. <laughs> yeah, so hot. So hot. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, dude, I really don't know since then how it's gotten worse. It's not as bad because you see Joe Rogan thriving. You see Cumtown thriving. You see Tim Dillon thriving. There is a thirst yeah. for the other side. Right. Well, and it's like it, it, it's more and also just like not representing masculinity as a bad thing by default right. because it's not. It's like if it's – but it's also like as – like just collectively as a culture, like we have like this weird 
like men and women, the power dynamics are always just at play in yeah. society. And with like the way the laws are set up and, and it's like men and women are just using their own privileges and advantages against each other where they can. And that's just it's always what all. people yeah. do. Like, and that's why that's one of the biggest qualms is that it definitely during me too felt right. like women were just beyond reproach. Mm. And I'm like, the, I was the one that I got labeled like a woman hater because I'm, a, I'm just calling this out. That was getting thrown a lot. Huh? Back then, that was getting thrown around a lot. 2016, 2017, you're like, um, hey man, women are, and they're like, ah! Yeah. You couldn't get your setup out. Yeah. They're like, you hate women, yeah. you rapist. Yeah. And it's like, the, the comic that's saying it is a totally a virgin, and he's like, now he's built a rapist. Yeah. Before he even had sex once, no. he's a rapist now. It was crazy. It was definitely crazy back then. Dude. Comics were getting, were getting a little, I mean, and it was these... What are the white girls that like always have this weird vanguard? And that's why Bill Burr's SNL thing was so it great. It was perfect. Like, white women need to just chill the fuck out. Dude, and from Paper Tiger, Shut too. Like, bitch, aren't you, you're up. sitting in the jacuzzi next to me. You're yeah. hanging out in the jacuzzi next yeah, to me. Yeah. You're hanging out. Hey, shut the... Rude, that, that's the main problem. It's not about the ideals. Mm-hmm. White women never want to actually shut up is the problem. Dude, they want all of the grievances of the oppressed class yeah. with all the benefits of the well, it's, you know you know it must be tough ruling you know it must be tough having your dad pay your rent every month that's gotta be tough <laughs> that's gotta be tough for you and to, they'll to tell, like hit him up and text him hey dad allowance and like here's another thing dude pandering fucking people annoy me like right. there was a comic i saw i'm not gonna mention her name she's someone i knew i know from new york i don't you may or may not know her but she was posting just about more uh, like virtue signaling of right. like black people are oppressed and blah 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 and it's like okay um, can we move this conversation forward now right. like we've been on this right for a while let's move the conversation forward right, in right. some way because we get it now right like I think we're all we've all gotten that message yes. pretty firmly at this point I'm kind of out of white guilt now yeah, yeah. like you won we're equal now everybody hates white people <laughs> Feels great. Now we know how all y'all felt this whole because time. This wh- is wh- nice. White women. Now everybody feels like what knows right. what it feels like. White women were um, were uh, calling for it, right? Like they're like, yeah, white people need to learn, right? And then they looked at their own skin. They're like, oh shit, <clears throat> I'm also white. They're like, yeah, wait, white men, and they just pivoted the fuck. And then yeah, and, and then the quick. man hate fucking. Because I remember, I remember it's switching so quick. I remember. Man hate was like at fever pitch for a minute. I, I remember it was so great because I was like, when when white dudes were getting hated, hated on, right? It was like, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, white dudes, <laughs> fuck them. And then they were like, oh man, I'm like, oh shit, no, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Indian, Indian men had like two weeks of like fun. <laughs> we're back to being shit. I mean, it was it was it was a it's rough man. That's why people don't realize you su- you do that. It's gonna come to you eventually. White women, and they're like, but but. And then a couple of Karens came out, a couple of fucking phone calls to BBQs. Hey, these black men are uh, saying, uh, doing BBQs outside. Next thing you know, white women are hated on. And it's all, the bird collar thing yeah. came right back around. And again, it's all stupid. To, I mean, even that, all that shit is, even though I hate, you know, the ideals of white women most of the time, and I love seeing them get skewered sometimes, even that's stupid. The, yeah. the whole controversy, you know, it's all stuff to, to start so that weapons manufacturers can sell weapons to other people, and nobody talks about that, and we always talk about fucking, you know, yeah, 
Dude, you know what else about white people? Dude, white people are the only group that shits on their own race, like as a right. real, uh, like a real. Like they actually hate it. Yeah, like right. they're really going in at it. Right, right. It's not like somebody mm. making fun of their race in a funny way, a minority, whatever. But like white people are the only race that actually hates people of their own race as much as like they purport those people to hate <laughs> others. I feel like um the people from Hotel Rwanda would disagree, but uh, you know, people what? who've done actual genocide on each other. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, well, sometimes white people complain about other white people. Sometimes uh, Africa kills Africa. Dude. No, I mean, it, but it's just, it's just, it's, I feel, I totally it's interesting that. to me because it's yeah. like, I, it is a collective guilt that people feel that right. I guess maybe because I'm in the comedic world and i guess maybe the front end of ideas is always probably going to be found in comedy clubs hopefully that's what i, I think so. it I should so. be so i've been there like i was on blm long before it became the popular thing to do to support i actually was on blm and then kind of like became a little bit like mm. i just started disagreeing with them not necessarily the the ideology of the base starting of the movement but just where that it was being taken i saw it being bastardized mm. and i'm like i'm not gonna i can't support that from an ideological standpoint anymore because I don't I, I know what it is now it's like it's been bought and sold and yeah when it got to BLM brought mm. to you by McDonald's I'm like yeah I can't corporations are never the ones that are like <laughs> hey we love people <laughs> we want to help people yeah first of all McDonald's you bitch ass you give black people like $10 an hour for nothing yeah you know and you're like no we love black people have y'all seen how angry your black workers are they get into fights in every world tribe. McDonald's is known as Worlds are hip hop land. Yeah, not because your policies are so great. No, you think fights happen there because everyone's like everyone's so happy. Like, yeah, it's a it's a ship. Like, so like the idea that they're like, yeah, we love our workers, we love Black Lives Matter. That was probably the biggest fucking blood boil in in recent my 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 body. I was like, dude, they were like Nike or something. They're like, yeah, swoosh to Black Lives. Oh. God, bro, you got what is going on here, bro? Man? It was, you know, it's funny. Was when Colin Kaepernick uh, said some bullshit. Who, another one? I was on board with, right. and lost me, uh, just because it's it turned into something where I could tell it wasn't what it was. It was more about an agenda to promote than it was what the cause, the 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 spirit of the cause Ooh, was. Guys, maybe Colin gets gets co opted by the Black Lives Matter people. You know, like he starts doing a thing based on his own idea. And then he has a meeting with like some high ups. Yeah, like, hey, they're man, like, "This is kind we, of the, we, these are the talking points you need to put we out." Love you, Colin. And here's a lot of money. Yeah, and we're we're gonna sponsor you. You know, quote quote. We need you to do this. Yeah. This. You, mean, you know, whatever the stun he kind of pulled with the they gave the NFL gave him a um, whatever a practice a tryout. Right. He was fighting for that. He got it. And then he's trying to like make them like he he's making it more like you know you need to move it over here I'm gonna do it here right. like a stunt I'm like no was, motherfucker was even that if, if the club calls you and says yeah. you got an audition today show up you're not gonna go hey I'm gonna do, go over here and do comedy y'all right. need to come out the, send the audience to me pretty lame did he was he actually good enough to get in the NFL like he was in the NFL right then he got kicked out but then he got he couldn't get back in well he didn't get kicked out he got cut and nobody yeah. would he nobody would touch him because oh. he was. The NFL understood their audience. Right. They're not dumb. Right. These people are billionaires. They know what they're doing. Like yeah. they, they understood that he was Oof. he was bad news for the vast majority. There was a, a small segment, but yeah. when when people like it, it turned political, and was and he, I was like, but before he did that, was he good enough to stay in the NFL? I don't, I don't even know. I think that um, was he actually a good? He work? was. 
and the answer is no. Yeah. He wasn't right. so he wasn't Tom Brady. Tom Brady could probably go out on at, he could at shoot in the middle of the field at halftime of the Super Bowl and say, I hate N words, but actually say it. And then it felt be like, well, dude, dude, he could go bring a black kid, string him up on a tree, and they're like, Belichick's like, he's a good quarterback. I mean, I mean, have you seen the technique of how he pulled the rope? I mean, no, yeah. yeah. So to answer your question, no, his talent wasn't that good. Where you could, you know, right. there is that type of talent that exists where it's like you could basically get away. And, and even in the, like, in hindsight, people will, like, Kevin Spacey, like, I know he's a terrible person, but he's, God, fuck, he's a great actor. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm really mad. Like, fucking Chappelle. Like, I get to see how House of Cards is. Dude. But, like, yeah. That Dude. that the he Kaepernick was never that. Good. I got that's what I thought. That's what I thought. So the idea of like we're fighting for uh that's what when like you know, like these like like comics get like embroiled in like did she do this or did he say this, you know, energy. It's never like my favorite comic who I die for. It's always like shit joke comic McGee who is hack and I we gotta, we gotta protect this guy now. Cause I love comics and I love comedy, but I gotta I gotta protect this loser who sucks. <laughs> his comedy's trash. You know, that's the only problem is like the thing the, the only issue I care about is how good are you at comedy. That's when I was growing up, that was the only bifurcation I made. It wasn't left, right, black, white. It was funny, not funny. It's only that was the only demarcation I made with people. Yeah. And since I got older, I came to New York, they try to complicate all that shit. Dude, you it, it it's you, ridiculous. Uh, it 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 just it when it like I remember getting casting emails from like, you know, Broadway and it's like this show and that show, and it's right. like minorities showcase and all women showcase and LBGTQ uh, thing. And it was like, it just got to the point where I'm like, yo, w- funny? Does that matter here? Does funny still matter there, at all? There was one show that was like, no jokes, the show. You know, it was just like a comedy show, but no, just the setups. It's like, what what are we doing here? Yeah, like, what, wait. What? Like, what the fuck? It's a show. What's without the laughs like you like here you should be ashamed of right. yourself like what are you like what are those people thinking like what is the thought there I think because I've, I've i've like the rush the drug the right. heroin the needle is the laugh right why wouldn't you want that that's what the whole point is right well, some people's that drug in the selfish way that what we get from it is that some people's rush is saying something and getting claps for it it's a different kind of rush that's what they want that's weird. That's what, you know what I'm that's saying. That's a like, thing. They want to say real? something. You think that's a thing? I think some people love that more than comedy, right? I remember one time a girl was saying after a mic, she's like, "Sometimes comedy shouldn't be funny," and I'm like, "That's literally the exact opposite definition." Yeah, that's like sometimes <laughs> food shouldn't be edible. What are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> like you're literally dis- saying the opposite of what you just said. What? Oh, fuck. Right? Up is down and Uh, down is up. Sometimes up should be down. It should. It should. (laughs) Down doesn't always have to be down, okay? You should never never joke about up, okay? Wait, you want a movie that plays? Okay. What? (laughs) Dude. Fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was the Nanette. When that hit, then that was a big, was a big. I haven't watched milestone. it. I think I watched five minutes of it. I do. I did the same thing I do with every comedy special I ever right. turn on. I give it at least five minutes, always. I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. It wasn't as bad as people made it. Well, because people also sincerely. I, I, I didn't hear the. I, 
it wasn't particularly funny, was it? Or at least uh, there was a chunk that wasn't bad. It was like she had some interesting takes on like Picasso and some art history stuff. Okay, that was like two. Know your away. lane. Yep. Uh-huh. Right, right. That, and she was kind of doing like interesting jokes about it. I'm like, if you just made this your special and not like some sort of like post comedy avant garde thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we're gonna like pretty passable special because she obviously does have some. Skilled. Well, we were talking about Colbert. Same thing, where yeah. it stops being funny right. because it's too agenda driven. I think SNL has been the same yeah. thing. She too agenda driven. Exactly. When when I think one SNL sketch was just Kate McKinnon singing Hallelujah sadly on a piano. It was yes. After Hillary lost, <laughs> that was the weirdest shit, dude. I'm not even kidding. I saw that and I go, I go. There's a punchline, right? It's like you're waiting for the payoff. There's a payoff here, and it's Kate. There's a payoff. You, you, I believe. And Kate. then it was like, and then no she's payoff. Like, then, no, then her payoff was like she's like slowly dabs her eyes, <laughs> and walks off stage, <laughs> and then they're like, "We'll be right back." If you need a breather, we'll be right back. <sighs> and I'm like, "This Kate. is a comedy show, folks." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was the the show the the first show after 9-11 was funnier than that shit good Dude, god the show during 9-11 was funnier than that <laughs> 9-11 was funnier than that <laughs> dude it <laughs> was the shittiest thing i've ever seen in my life oh my god and Dude. yeah that's and i love kate i think kate's the funniest think person, on that show. person on the cast yep Agreed. and i don't know if it was her idea she obviously is a person who's very woke and, and believes it um I can't imagine that being like Lauren being like, yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, dude, let's talk about Trump. Everything there can't be nothing but hatred for yeah. something or someone without some some form of empathy. If you can't right. do that, you're being a fucking asshole. You're being an intellectually right. dishonest asshole. Everybody could look into Trump and find something they could relate to. And if you did that, then uh-huh. you're building a bridge instead of torching it all. Because I think that's what the right. last four years were, were Democrats just torching every fucking bridge possible, not really interested in a real dialogue. Yeah, I, I And think treating he, people that yeah. are on any other side other than what they believe is stupid. I think a lot of those people who hate Trump, like hate him, right, should watch one of his rallies and see... Just how funny this guy is. This guy has timing, he delivery does. of a preseasoned comic. This he guy's like knew a road guy. What his brand was, and he played it. He played his audience like a fiddle. These comics don't even. They can learn a thing or two it, about POV. Fuck yeah, they could. You know. And and say what you will about what he says, I can respect that he he's not. He clearly wasn't controlled. I mean, they tried. I, I feel like they probably tried. To, they did. You have to love that. And he, he never. He was like, I'm Trump. Yeah. I have an ego the size of fucking goddamn. Cause it's so funny because it's like fuck Trump. So what? You're on the side of the government. That's what you like. That's your uh, that's your like hero. Yeah. The government. Yeah. Dude. No, no, no. We we, uh, we against Trump. We got to protect the institution of government. We love the government. Is this the most uncool group of people you've ever met in your life who love the government, dude? That because Donald Trump was actually anti-government. He was like the, he was like the exact opposite of politics, and he's dumb. Any he, and, and he's stupid. And it was, sure. It was what seventy years of never in politics in any capacity four years in and then out what that's actually what i think we all believe a true po- that's a public servant right in the sense that he knew it was a temporary thing i don't even think he thought he was going to get elected to be completely honest uh, with yeah, yeah. He and i expressed. think when he did he was kind of like 
oh, oh I, this, pu- this was a publicity stunt yeah. that turned into me actually getting fucking elected pretty president. Wild. Pretty wild. Didn't yeah. I didn't even think I could pull this off. Now I actually have to be president. And I think for a while he was kind of not. And then I think he actually started probably taking it a little bit more seriously. Right. And actually, like that last year, dude, I there were several things I agreed with him trying to ban TikTok. I think China's fucking infiltrating us in ways we have uh-huh. no understanding right, of right and i think we talk about russia it started with democrats sh- talk about russia a lot when in reality i think we should be talking about china China's more dangerous. china's dangerous dude china it started with short round in indiana jones yep all right that's where it started it's a fun yep. little character and it was over Ooh, fun little asian no and that's how they the get first you agent. that's how those asians get you they make you shit. think they're they See, play a little an fun Asian characters. can walk up in front of a cop. No cop suspects Asians of shit. Really? Now they have Asians. The Chinese guys have the eyes. They can like <laughs> get, get your data from the eyes. You know? But, dude, the CCP, bro, they're fucking corrupt as fuck. Yeah. They're as corrupt as Mao's regime or yeah. any other. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jinping or whatever. Um she, what's his name? The, the, the guy who uh, is the president now? This is how little. I, I like to fancy myself she, someone who's who knows what's going on in the yeah. world. I don't even know. Xi Jinping or whatever his name is. That's uh, how quiet he, it is. He's dangerous, bro. And it's like, dude. Dangerous, man. Like, what what was, okay, uh, What the front line headline of Trump wants to ban TikTok. I can't give me that. What was the real actual thing about TikTok? I was on Reddit, and they're like, oh, I re- this guy was like, he posts on Reddit, I reverse engineered the TikTok app, and yeah. they're spying on you, basically, yeah. everybody, just so you know. And it was like, it's yeah, all, that's owned by the Chinese all, Communist Party. I mean, it's all trends. It's all to get data. data exactly. Mining. That's gold now. Data is the new gold. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's better than gold. Hold, it, it, you could, you control, like, every, if, if, if you went to anybody, anybody, and said, if you don't do what I want you to do, I'm going to show the entire world your Google, entire Google search history. Right. You go, what do I have to do? Yeah. Yeah. That's how fucked it is. They don't even got to go to a past month. They just got to go past week and they'll see doggy. For you, they probably uh, eat butthole. During this podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right? That's why it's like, you it's know It's scary. The implications yeah. of it. That's why I'm like, we've got to be. Uh, keep, like uh, keep some dollar bills in the mattress. I'm gonna say, dude, right? keep some dollar bills in the mattress. We've got to be. It's not alert. There's a word I'm looking for. Like, like cognizant. Ready. Cognizant. Like I don't even think that we've just got to be keeping our eye on the ball of what's happening with the forces that are controlling where we're going, and not just passively continuing to accept anything because it's just. Well, I don't want to inconvenience myself one right. iota. To appeasement is why Hitler killed Jews, bro. They were like, dude, let him go. It's all good. fucking destroyed humanity, dude. Right. I mean, really. Well, we already said Chinese so much. I feel like if we say Chinese one more time, it'll start like our phones will start like buzzing and, and shit. And they made these. Hey, you know what? Whoever's listening, go fuck yourself. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, to the Chinese boys, uh, to the Chinese boys listening, compliments to the chef. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Dude, oh yeah, no, it's. It, they, That's how we get rid of them. We just send hot girls but to, like to, also, sh- to Shanghai. The manipulation, uh, the capabilities for manipulation of of, of public thought, opinion, and just right. do you, if people don't think that they're capable of being manipulated to be like, uh, what is it? Uh, in the engineering, we were talking about Edward Bernays, right, the right. evil motherfucker. The people who say they're above advertising is like, are you wearing clothes right now? Yeah, You're not above advertising. You know, yeah. saying like, are you in a house? Yeah, it, the 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 advertising. Is so subtle that you don't 
you you do sometimes but it's like you're it's like thinking like in a meditation sense and knowing your thoughts it's like you sometimes are aware you're being advertised to, but other times it's so fucking subtle, so subtle Dude, you don't even, even know. If, say, say you're, and it just great, just slowly Coca Cola. Say, say, say you're driving past like a uh, intersection, you see a McDonald's and a Long John Silver's, right? And then you'll be like, "No, I'll, I'll, the guy who's very easily uh, affected by advertising is like, oh, McDonald's. I know it. I've heard it. I love it. Blah." There's a second guy who's like, "No." Advertising to work on me. I'm going to go Long John Silver's. I'm my own person. Well, that was advertised to you. Yeah. That idea of you're your own man. Yeah. It's all given to you. Yeah. Well, and, you know, you know we were talking about this with the Leno shit and the Hicks stuff, and I thought this, that was an interesting conversation because uh, you're like, are you, you know, I would do commercials, whatever, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, where, where would you get, though, to the point where it's like, is there something you could be offered that you'd be like, no, I can't, even, even if the money was good, you're like, this is just fundamentally at odds with who I am as a human. A weapons being. company, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so like, it would have to be from something know, that murdered people. If it's like, dearest Osama, we're Saudi Arabia <laughs> and we love your work, you know? Um, we have a woman can't drive campaign. Do you want to jump on it? Well, because it's like we're, Hicks was right. We're all whores at the capitalist gangbang. Yeah. And yeah. we're all worshiping the Almighty. We, we worship at the altar of capitalism first. We've been in the system. In consumerism, really. We've been we've been in that system our entire lives. It's like the Matrix, you know. We we've, we've been fed that. It, it was just like locked into our brains. Capitalism is good. The moment you're just a kid watching TV, right? And if you say anything different, you're a fucking traitorous yeah. scum. And I'm not saying, by the way, that the alternative is socialism either. I'm not saying. Right. That. I don't think that that's the case necessarily. I think that there's probably some ideas that nobody we have technology at our fingertips we have capabilities to do things now that humanity mm. could never do with the outdated systems of democracy that we still use that were relevant in those times so now we have right. new things we could vote via facial recognition software there's no way you could mm-hmm. it could be hacked i mean unless but it's like dude i we, i think there needs to be some like fucking revolutionary hackers that kind of maybe start could, a new world order we could have you know? in, as opposed to we could crowdsource legislation for this country and have people vote on it in real time on anything and everything crowdsourced that we want. It's true democracy. But then again, you know, when you make it so technological, we might go into the devil's maw a little more because anything you have in technology, it's more susceptible to hacking. So that's why what mail-in ballots, you know, mail-in is very specific. It's very physical. What is the place of physicality in a technological world, I think it should be more and more. I think there needs to be more and more physical work, physical connection. Because without that, you have just tech, which is susceptible. It has no brain. It has no real want or anything. All it is is susceptible to danger yeah. from, from other people who can use it. Dude, these Russian hackers... Well, it, are, it, it gets so big that like, even its own creator will be eventually swallowed whole by it. Yeah, man. Zuckerberg will eventually be swallowed whole by Facebook. Zuckerberg Facebook will exist yeah. after Zuckerberg, it right. seems. You know, these, yeah. these apparatus, Tesla and shit, um, it's, but the implications we have right now, I think we're at a really a very pivotal mm-hmm. moment and where we're, what, a decade, a little over a decade removed from Citizens United and that trend is continuing to go the way of yeah, yeah, corporate dominance over uh, w- under the guise of government for the people. No, once you gave corporations personhood, you stopped 
yeah. making it about the people because now it's a government of the yeah. corporations by the super, corporations the super for PSCs, the corporations. The super PSCs, when I first started, it was fucking just really over. When they said, hey, you can give donations into a secret anonymous thing and that has no limit, blah, 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 wink, wink, corporations, wink, wink, Coca-Cola, wink, wink. Yeah. That was the day. And Colbert made fun of it and John made fun of it, but really, well, that's one joke. Yeah. And then the world ended, you know? Well, yeah, in Citizens United, bro, uh, the biggest Supreme Court, court decision of our lifetime, for sure. And really, so. probably, there, the, this, that, it will be looked at as uh, like a landmark of maybe the century type decision that I don't think people even fathom right. the implications of what have, has happened. I was just becoming like politically aware right. around that time. You know, I, I didn't really care about politics or give a shit at right. all until I was, you know, maybe early 20s. Right, right. And so, yeah, dude, like it's like um, when you realize like where we are now, where we are now compared to 10 years ago and how far that's got, it's gone as are already. And now extrapolate that out over another 10 and another 10. Yeah, dude. I mean, dude, where does it go? The idea is the armies of Coke and we Pepsi. We need some dynamic individuals to fight back, and there are people like anonymous. We Don't. need like the Edward Bernays of goodness, right? <laughs> <laughs> like and that's that probably is. is that Tesla? I don't or Elon Musk? No, no, no. That guy's a dude. Do you think he's a wolf in sheep's clothing? Sheep's. Clothing? I think he's. A, I think he's not as genius. Everyone thinks he's a genius. He's probably a very good entrepreneur. Business he's a good. He's a. He's an eloquent speaker. Eloquent speaker. Yeah, but I think he's. He's. He's, a, he's like Steve Jobs. Been on the backs of geniuses his entire life. Maybe some vision. I gotta say he's not. Doesn't have any vision. Yeah. Good businessman, but these guys walk on geniuses. Yeah. You know, and they don't give any credit. You know, yeah. Steve Jobs, mine. It's my iPhone, mine, mine. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm with Burr on that, dude. This yeah. is your hero. This is your hero. New phone, different charger. Huh? So, the SpaceX rockets that right. they the technology they can come back, right? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah they launched them and yeah, then they they, back, they came back and landed. Yeah, yeah. they showed it it's recently. Did you watch that? I didn't watch the thing, but I know what happened. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, they came back and landed, and they showed the the feed the live feed or whatever right. he cut out at one point i swear to god watch it and tell me it doesn't look fake, fake. <laughs> tell me it doesn't look fake right. like it, it's just i watch it it was like it, it it's almost like you know when you watch a movie like jurassic park i think the reason the original holds up so fucking well is yeah. because they use so much animatronics sure mixed in with cgi but like the cgi was only where you needed it sure, sure spielberg was very clever about making the scenes that it was in like the cinematography was done in such a way that yeah. like it was darker usually and like it was the cgi didn't blow like that sure. when the t-rex walks out sure sure to this day that's that still shit good. holds still up works. still works and but like i i feel like yeah dude like that was all based on that that fact dude whereas where, dude, that's why Fury Road is gonna be fucking great in fucking ten years because it's all visual effects. But that, like, that it, real. it did look fake though. Really? Like where I was watching it, and I'm like, that seems like I've watched like the the, uh, the same thing too with yeah. the uh, the original Star Wars versus now. Like where the original, right. there's some a lot of stuff in the original looks better because they did all the models yeah, yeah. for so much of it. Yeah. And then uh, the the newer ones were 100% CGI, uh -huh. and it just you just feel the difference. Uh, this the, the budget is crazy for CGI now. They're just like, yeah, CGI, go put it, dude. How much, like, 
I don't know, like how many resources, I don't know if you know, I yeah. have to get dumped into that shit to make that happen. Who's it's got like one when they, hundreds of people working the, on these the, things. Uh, the one uh, ship commander where they just reconstructed after he was dead. Yeah. I'm talking about, what's his name? The old ass guy in Star Wars. Some oh, commander. Uh, Jabba the Hutt? No, 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 no. Boba Fett? Old dude, white dude. And they, they reconstructed his whole body, his corpse basically. Mm-hmm. And so this guy died. Was this in one of the uh, the original three? It's a new one. The original trilogy? It's a new one. This is a new one. Um, they reconstructed his fucking whole face. And he was dead for years. And it's like, at what point do you just, like, hire a new actor? It's okay. No, 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 no. Let's get a th- we're going to throw in eight more million dollars. We're going to get the same old guy. Dude, Lord of the Rings it. All right? Yeah. Start off with the or Harry Potter it. And you know what, dude? It, in my opinion, I think, too... I was watching Michael Caine talking about acting. Michael Caine. Dude, I, that guy's been in like so many fucking movies. Yeah. But it, he, he was, this is what another one once I should show you because it's gripping yeah. when he talks about acting and like his, his technique and shit. But like when he's like with that actor in the scene, yeah. nothing else exists. There's no camera. There's oh, yeah. no crew. There's no, oh, yeah. it's just him and the actor, right? Right. And I feel like when you're working in these new, these new types of films with so much CGI, there's so much that you're, Faking, there's not an right. actual thing or person or whatever there. I think it does take away from the acting a little bit. It does diminish the ability of the actors to probably really create that dynamic that makes a great film. You need you that need the chemistry person, yeah. of of like actors because no matter get. how good like you a are, Goodfellas chemistry, right, you right, know? right. You think Goodfellas could have been done if if they had like CGI, CGI part. Sorry, yeah, Marlon exactly. Brando. Which, let's there. be honest, they probably would have CGI'd Goodfellas nowadays. Like, dude, well, Scorsese would never CGI. I I'm just like waiting for that fucking bloated ass Marlon Brando character come back. Like, uh, dude. But like that shit know. would have probably been done. Like the older, right. like they, you know what well, he they, did? He did in the Irishman. The Irishman. Irishman. They had the he CGI and it looked fucking disgusting. I just said it. I'm like Scorsese would never see it. Nope. Yep. He just <laughs> he did. literally did it. He Fuck. Just, he just did it. Fuck. And it looks shit. It did it looks look bad, like right? Shit. Like who? Which one was the actual Joe Pesci? Now I'm that like, I couldn't figure Joe, out. Oh, dude, this is your last. Get another role. Which in. one is Joe Pesci currently? I don't even do that. Like, I, was he? Was he the really, really old Joe Pesci, or was he the middle old Joe was, Pesci, or was, was he Joe wasn't Pesci the younger Joe Pesci? Robert De Niro. Or was there like a middle old Joe Pesci and an old old Joe Pesci? I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Fuck, right? Scorsese did use CGI. Dude, just Fuck. put on a couple of makeups. Get it. Get. Get Tammy from the makeup department. So for Bro- that to be done, that I'm imagining that uh, Pesci had to be wearing some sort of girl, something, yeah. at, like a green mask or something. Man, that'd be I, insane with the with the spikes coming out of it, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, but right? I mean, because I don't know how they would have done that. I did it all in post. Actually. Post actually. Post actually. It's actually. They they could do it all in post. So you can just okay. In that case, then I guess it wouldn't have affected the. And it's like, yo, you don't think Joe's old enough, like, to be old? Yeah. Like, he's already old. But, like, you couldn't just do this with fucking makeup? Yeah, I know. Makeup <laughs> artists in Hollywood are pretty fucking yeah, good. Yeah, good, dude. No, now you got a CGI guy who's never seen makeup, you know? Doesn't, you know, doesn't know what the fuck he's talking. It's some nerd. Well, dude, let's be honest, man. I did acid on Easter. We could be in the Matrix. It's possible. Right, it's right. possible. And I mean, it? it's plausible that all this has already played out, and this is just a recycling pattern. Sure, sure. Something the same thing, recycling. I had those life and simulation things. They don't hold up really if you really think about it more and more. But you know, it's it's a nice thought experiment in, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I mean, you like know, breaking it down to what we are at our core realm of energy of like matter condensed to a slow vibration, whatever right. you know, energy condensed to a slow vibration. Sorry, um, we are energetic, and like if you think about when you everything you feel your sensory 
everything that's all you know neurons and all electrical right, right. all of it's Impulses. electrical so in that sense i mean you you look at it like that you're like this could be there what if that kind of technology could exist what yeah, if it could yeah, sure, sure like to create that that because vr has but, shown us sure has that, vr that, not right, shown right. you but then there's the there's, it's, there's vr is like like elon musk talked about sure it. sure then there's the thing like in science so it's called the the hard problem of consciousness you know it's like even through the impulses there's no reason for the conscience to arise. It actually confounds every behavior, neurological scientist. Like, why is there a consciousness? The impulses alone aren't enough. Um, and I haven't done enough reading on this. I'm, I'm just starting to get into it. But uh, it's called the hard problem of consciousness. It's a very interesting idea. And that, again, knowledge is what we know. What do we not know yet? I'm going to need to hit the bowl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> No, you're you're absolutely right though. You know? I mean, it's it's crazy that, because what what drive what's the driver? I was saying that to you when we were at radio about like yeah. like what makes the bee get up and fly around right, and, and make right. honey. There's a different what, level. What is it? That's probably above our comprehension currently. And anyway, um, but in in the end of the day, that consciousness is creating all the bullshit in terms of like <laughs> like people trying to be like, hey, you can't say that. It's like like. The, there's so much to be learned in the world, and you're just like, oh. don't say mongoloid. Like I said, dude, consciousness is a bobber in a sea of unconscious. Like it's like that? That? where your bobber is floating at any given moment could depend on the external stimuli. Bobber. That's gotta be the weirdest word. To but like, bobber fishing. Bobber, hey, bro, we go out there fucking Bye. cast Bo- them out there on the fucking bobber light. Up. Fucking Bo- g- bobber town. Go down and get some fucking bait, man. Fucking <laughs> the hard hook. problem of consciousness, brother. Fucking catch some goddamn fucking bass, man. <laughs> Dude, no, but um, I, I'm, I think the the older we get, to the further we get. Mm. Hicks was right. You know, some people have been on the ride for a long time and they forget it's right. just a ride, right? Because you get so adjusted to what. And I think that's why politics appeals more to older people, the structure of it. Yeah. The continuity we of it. We always got to go for new. We always got to go for growth. Like and it's younger very wants newer. Younger wants yeah. ideas. Younger wants right. change. Older wants it the same. Because they've seen what works, what doesn't. That's why people tend to get more conservative over time, probably. Yeah. yeah. And I say, fuck that, man. Always stay hustling mentally well static identities are a fucking cancer to anyone because dude the minute you start telling yourself that these stories you say you are are final then yeah they're final right you're you're static you're not going to stay open stay open yeah like i i opening yourself to like changing who you are and like not believing what you're those negative impulses are telling you you are and like fighting back using your conscious mind to fight those back and say no that's not who i am no. i change i actively decide and it's not immediate it's not people think like oh you can't they'll laugh at that scoff yeah. at that idea like you could change your programming because it's not something you just do immediately it's auto suggestion over a long yeah, period of time yeah. i mean the idea is also like to to allow yourself to take the, the inputs and create different outputs so like a lot of people taking the same input and then like oh it's the same output challenge yourself to with the same stimuli create new paths right that is power especially in old age yeah. or as you're getting older and when you're young everything's so new it doesn't you don't have to work for it right that's the idea also in getting better at stand-up is like in the beginning when you first started there's like a very exponential growth situation where everything's right. so new you're growing so fast you hit a plateau of, yeah of skill. that's when the heavy growth has to start because you have to attack yeah. your own um 
God, prejudices. Dude, that you know? that is so that rings so fucking much right? for me, bro. Because the plateau hit for me about a year after I moved to New York because right. I burned out, and then I was like, I had grown in that first year tremendously because right. I was very uncomfortable and and the, the you know getting right. the acquainted, and then the plateau hit, and it felt like man, like right, this is the most challenging part of of this so far the whole thing it was like i thought the beginning part right, was challenging not, this is right. the challenging part. now you got some jokes that kill and you kind of coast on that and you're like okay how do i get the better you have to attack it with with fucking ferocity man you gotta you gotta every day like okay what sucks about me how do i make it suck less yeah it's got to be heavy duty well you know what sucks though too man is like when you what covid actually in the in the weirdest way made me fall back in love with stand-up again right right because when i lost it when we all lost it you know we we took it for granted you know you're a guy you get up six right. seven nights a week right <laughs> Hell yeah. that i mean you may have a week here and there where you do six right most weeks it's probably seven that damn suicidal yeah um but that's the kind of goddamn sick, <laughs> sick stupid fuck. work ethic that's right. gotten you where you are right but like <laughs> then you get in the motions and then like it is easy to forget why you got into it. It is easy to forget that there was a time where you did this for no other reason than love of the fucking game. You stay, you stay in it too. And that that, that true, like that inner, you. If you lose that, that's why I think that's what you're probably ultimately getting at. It's like you got to keep that the in order to keep sense going. Of wonder, sense of wonder. How wonder. do you? How do you uh, preserve a sense of wonder Like I don't have it's it all figured out right. Like it could be easy to just say No I've got this all I know how this works Right That's The moment you say that Is the moment your growth stops You're like I get it Now you stop growing Cause yeah. you're just like That I that hustle That that desire for growth Is gone Yeah And that's the scariest part man That's what athletes Have to actually keep doing Yeah And that's why If you look at an athlete We should all be looking at athletes As, as to how to get better at something Cause they Are in the HOV lane of growth, like they have to be, because yeah. they have a limited time to grow. Right. So, like, say you're 23, but now you have like what less than six years of hard play time. You don't have time like us to like oh, over a decade or two. I'll grow. I'll figure it out. They gotta squeeze that time in six years. So you'll you'll get to, you get a little bit of a experiment, a human experiment with athletes. How do they grow? So like well, one thing they do is like say you say you break your ankle right, they start working the upper body, they're like all right my ankle's gone I'm gonna work everything up here, that's a very interesting way of growth, we don't why don't we do that, you know, oh shit this joke isn't working right now, throw in some sketch writing oh I can't do sketch right now, get into acting we never we don't have that same elasticity that athletes have, because yeah. they're kind of trained to be, the the they're trained to learn how to grow right and we're not as good at it. But it's not. I mean, and <clears throat> I think that uh, ego is like a huge part of it because yeah. if you're, um, like, I don't know, you do it for like two years maybe, and then right. you like start to like learn how to be funny pr on a pretty consistent basis. Sure, sure. You start you get, getting get it first figured five, out. That first five you get, you're like, yeah. oh, I'm a god. Yeah, I'm a god. And it's like every level you get up. You know, you think you figure you get to a point where you figure out feel right, like you right. figure out that level, but you don't even realize that that was just a level. Oh uh, yeah, and the plateau, you know, and then sure. there's another level now. To you should always to. feel weird. The moment yeah. you don't feel weird anymore, you're like not 
going to the place you need to be on. Yeah. Dude, I, I remember one night I was talking to to Palo outside go. the stand. The best. And um <laughs> I was talking about like like being afraid of like that not having that what I would call appropriate fear every time you get on stage. Mm-hmm. Like if that if you ever get to that point that's probably bad and, and Palo was like he's like, Yeah, that's not you shouldn't that's not good. You uh-huh. shouldn't ever get that because you know you're just at that point you're mailing it in. Mailing it in. You're not even there. You're chilling. That there's that's a fundamental thing. You should be. This is a human nature thing. We're going up in front of a crowd. This this goes against our, like tribal whatever. It's a freakish thing. Because yeah, nobody, because we're we're st- we're putting our in our in a sense in our lizard brain. It's we're putting our lives at risk in our lizard brain. Because most most people in the in the tribal days, they have to see someone kill a tiger before they're being like, oh, you're our chief now. Basically, you go up on stage. You haven't killed any tigers. You haven't killed any rival chieftain. All you are is a guy, right? Yeah. And now it's like you go up on stage and you're ostensibly saying, I'm your chief. Yeah. Without anything that you've done to prove that you're a chief. That's why you have 10 seconds to prove that you're a chief. Now go. And if you do, you're like, okay, you're a chief now. Yep. I will follow you into the, into the dark. Yep. But that's why those first 10 seconds, people say the first 20, 30 seconds of stand-up is the most important second of the whole set because you have to win them. Yeah, you have to win them because you haven't won them over before, you know. Or with your friends, you have like a two-minute setup window. You and know? you know, a lot of winning them, dude. I think how much of communication is nonverbal? Ninety percent, right. as they say. Right. You command the space in in how you hold yourself. A lot of it is that too. Like right. the chief is never shows. There's a lot to it. Right. You know, like it's not just what you're saying or how you're saying. I mean, how that is very important. But it's how you're holding yourself in front because that's something you have to be um, in command of and, and, and not f- afraid of anything. Dude, if you if you have even an ounce of fear, it'll show tenfold on stage. So if you're like, huh, like, Dude. oh, they didn't get that. Yeah. Oh, they got that. They saw that very much so intensely ten times more than you thought they thought. Dude, they see it. They see every moment. But if you're confident and you truly are confident, that's going to amplify tenfold as well on, yeah. on, to the people that are watching you. Yeah. That's why when you're like, when you feel like, oh, it's a pretty good set, but people are like, that was amazing. It's like, because they saw your ease and yeah. it amplified for them. Yeah. And I guess in a way, dude, appropriate fear is kind of like what you have, like the, the amount, the level of amount of care you have to have about what people think about what you're saying. Because right. there's a certain point where you do, because that's the whole point is that you have, people have to, see you and right. Re- it has to be co- connecting and resonating and shit yeah but yeah. like there's only to that that only goes to a certain point and then I, I past that it's like i'm gonna say what i'm gonna say and i'm gonna live with the results type right. thing so i mean but i'm not gonna just go out and sit in with that mentality like just cavalierly thinking i'm sure, whatever sure. i do will still have a modicum of yeah. appropriate fear for or that, respect that, that for fear is everything yeah that, that fear is actually the reason you'll ed- get better at all you yeah. need to have a little, not overwhelming. So it's not 100% possible to be like completely not giving a fuck about what the people think of you, but how you get up to a point where you're like, I pretty much don't care. Well, if you care, but I pretty much if you're don't. learning how to edit your set, you have to understand the reactions and levels of reactions. If you're just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Well, then what are you going to edit? Because you don't, you're not assessing anything. You got to assess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. Ed- absolutely. Ed- editing. What is it? What do you call it? Uh, the magic happens in revision. Thanks, oh. Keon. Got him. Oh, we'll I'm gonna back. edit that one out. 106. <laughs> 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 no. Yeah. Absolutely. It does though because uh, the yeah uh, the real 
when you write something like you never are going to be able to do in the moment any great you're never going to see it from another perspective mm. you when you come back on your set you listen you watch you're a new it's a fresh set that is true when you're riffing that is the most you possible dude so that's the most of you there's actually no other perspective besides you right in the riff the moment you look back at it that's when dude, the shades that you can to do. me the best that's the best part of comedy is the riff that kills yeah because those there's nothing more authentic and also you feel like a fucking magician and, yes. a, and a godlike creature you're almost like i you're the magician right. that goes i can't believe i just fucking pulled this trick off it's, <laughs> like, <laughs> right. it's like damn yo, that was the, the rabbits behind the hat they don't even know yeah um and it's like the terror the fear the the tightrope energy it's like you feel like um, you have a muse you feel like you're being imbued with some sort of electricity dude it's very intense bro just last night at uh, Romo room after you left I was talking to one of the, the dudes that was right. there a comedian he was the short dude I don't know if you saw him uh, with the beard yeah yeah dude a crazy story this guy was t- his son is the black dude right yeah he I think I guess he's black yeah I don't know, he looked like he could be just like really dark Mexican guy yeah, I got you guys I don't know uh Pot of chimp is but uh yeah <laughs> crazy story but like uh we were talking about that and like he had seen me one night at uh the uh fucking a spot in north austin um it's not even mr tramps they haven't been doing comedy there but um i came in that night and i did this i was doing this joke about like the value of human babies sure and just like do you think there's like a like you think there's some babies that are worth more than Uh others you know and i was like i don't know i think i I, i'm not supposed to say it because i'm you know white dude but i'm like i think you know it's like uh you know the the lighter the skin the higher the price right? Right, right and it's just silent right right right, right, right. and this girl kind of sneers at me (laughs) and i go i know yeah the last time or the last show a black guy said it for me like he said it for me so i didn't have to sound racist because that really had happened in an earlier show right right the black guy piped in yeah if they're white and i'm like but i say it i'm right just for pointing out the obvious you know like uh and it cracked the room wide the fuck open right and i go that's how thin the tightrope is that's how thin it is. Very, where very it thin. could have gone to complete and total shit, and it, I, I didn't even think I, the fact that I pulled it off in that, and that was a riff. That, that is so true, you know, <clears throat> and you know, good crowds will give you some leeway, but most crowds that are the you know, the real crowds, you know, you're but always. But the funny thing is, the the the, the direct reaction to right. the pull of the anxiety is that you the ty- that that line has to get so fucking thin. Right, right. Here's the thing though, too. It's like. After that joke, people come and fuck that up too, because they're like, they get, they get, they feel their potential energy increasing. They're more on a cliff now. They're higher on the cliff. They yep. get the big laugh, and then they bungle it again. They're like, oh god, and then they lose the thread. Yeah, happens all the time. It happens to me sometimes, and it's one of those things like you to to know how to channel electricity, because really the riff is electricity, right? Right. And if you know how to bring it in and channel it, now you're playing like a god, because mm-hmm. most people get sparks of it, they freak out, it fucking, you know, their hair goes on fire and they lose it. Now, how to stay in the electricity, how to stay in the heightened state. Uh in the flow state. In the flow state. That that's 
real godlike art. And it's and it takes a lot of fucking practice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, and usually as you get older in the comedy game you you approach it more and more. Yeah. You're like, oh I, that was a god moment. That was a god moment. Yeah. The next thing you know you're like, I've had like more I'm having more god moments. And are they're la- they're sustaining longer. Right, right. Like, I'm right. I'm holding them holding them it's, holding court on that god moment. <laughs> yeah, like I used to remember I used to like do like these kind of It's riffs. almost like you can't you have to care, obviously, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't you, you have to be at such ease and acceptance of the present moment that you're no that you just innately know that everything is gonna work right. out. And it and it comes in that lack of fear. Lack of just like yeah, you're just um you're you're in con- total control and you're not tr- totally not invested in the outcome because you're too here right now. Right. And not even ounces there. That's why it's so real. It's not. Even, it's not even like you're aware that you shouldn't care. You just don't care. Yeah, you're just that's not. The power. That's your mind's not there. That's exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's that, that's the power. That's that's, really that's me- that. That's a point of anxiety. That point that creates anxiety. It's a that's a thought of a future that has not come to pass yet. That's why it's meditative, man. That's why that riff is really meditative. A really good riff, because it's pure presence. No future. No past. It's just that moment. Yeah. And that's meditation. Yeah. To stay in that moment. Yeah. But as as someone who's like drifted into the like the points where I felt like whatever what would be described as like Zen right, is right. where I felt that it's never it's always been something it's like an elusive thing where it's hard to keep it and you but you you know that by trying to go out it's like trying to chase the mm. whatever it's chase the you, dragon you're never gonna catch it if you chase it it's, it's you just gotta like let it come to you sit down yeah it'll get, the dragon will yeah, come let to it you. come in exactly. That people people get really really try to stencil their their art, put it in the box, put it in this thing. This is what I am. This is my voice. People yeah. say this is my voice before. This is my brand. Two years in, they're like this is my brand. Now you've put yourself in a cage with that you're like there's no presence, there's no creativity, <laughs> and that happens so much because people want to make money. They want to be famous. That's what it is. I dude, I don't think that. Uh I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of people get into this and it's like that's a pipe dream right. for, for all of us. But like it's like the core of it is that we all like connect through the laughter that we yeah. that we share 100%. when we have it. And when you politicize com- comedy makes turns like another Patrice always go back, you know, but like uh, I was I got into comedy because I was a funny kid. Right. And Simple. then I found out comedy ain't funny. Right. Right. It's like it's like more of a business. It when it should be it's called show business as if shows first. It should be business show. Interesting. Because that's what it is. It should be called business business. There's no show. <laughs> Shows Lately? <laughs> Not much of one. But yeah, no, like uh and you know, I, I we didn't I it's been an hour thirteen. We didn't uh. haven't gotten to the comedy complaints thing, but that, uh. that thing was that right. that was ultimately where my perspective is like Y'all need to fucking right. Like it's, I I I just can't sit here. I I, I you I've gotten very good about just letting mm-hmm. it be like uh, seeing it. And well, you you on Facebook and you you came at this event that happened on the Facebook page. Yeah, some guy got uh, kicked off the group because he was talking about cancel culture. Right, and I just thought there was a lot of hilarity in that irony. Right, definitely. And then you commented, and out. I commented like because the guy people, I could he was. 
the dude, the admin in the group, I, it was clearly like, who's going to bubble? I'm kind of sad. And I'm like, all right, I see what he's doing. And I'm going to fucking do it. Right, right. And I knew what I was doing. And I knew that it was going to cause what it did. It and did. I mean, it did. But I knew I was ready to react to anybody that came at you, me. You always, you always know when, you know, the controversy because you'll look at the status and it just says, 108 comments. You're like, oh, God. Something's been brewing. And I was doing it for the people that inevitably there's people out there that agree with me and are too afraid to say shit because that's how bad it's gotten where people are self-censoring. And I like when you reach a point where people are self-censoring and they they don't feel like at liberty to be authentic because they're so afraid of how they're going to be socially ostracized. My people, There's like so being the outcast is just, like the idea of being put in that role where I've felt that myself. It sucks. But at the yeah. same time, there's a freedom there that you get where nobody else has that freedom. I mean, we're, we're chimps, right? So those chimps, they if it's if they're cast out of society, they're dead, basically. Yeah. So we feel that sort of version of that. Yep. That death. Yep. And it, we want ev- we will do anything to not feel that societal ostracization because it feels like living death. Yes. And people know that in their souls too, and they know how to induce it in other people. Yeah, and they relish it sometimes. It's very, it's yeah. very fucking Schadenfreude, you know, like oh, I know this is gonna hurt, mm-hmm. and we're gonna make it hurt. Yeah, you know, I think that's that's kind of the other dark side of human nature that we gotta yeah. think about. But the funny thing is that so often in those cases, it's them, they're just mirroring things they hate about themselves right. onto you. We're generally speaking, people aren't in control most of the time. Most people are on autopilot. Right. Most people are asleep most of the time. They're awake. Hundred percent. Right. So, I mean, like, they're maybe awake some of the time. They're awake, but let's be honest. Like, I mean, I'm asleep some of the time. I'm awake. You know, right. not all the time am I actually awake. Sure, sure. Engaged. Yeah. With it. <clears throat> you're, you're like so. Yeah, I mean, I. That's where I, we're like. I, I think it's one of those things where it's like. You know, the ideas were solid. Do you coming from? The people were never going to be ready to talk like that. Talk about that. You bringing that truth to that to that Facebook page. That Facebook page was made for negativity and that kind of thing to thrive. So when you're coming in with actual thoughts <laughs> to a group that is not based in that at all, the conflict's inevitable. There's no way around it. I've had a few in there that got pretty wild. Yeah, I one of them was a all the complaint. All the complaint was was affirmative action comedy. <laughs> That's all you wrote. <laughs> affirmative action comedy. Woo! That one went a little wild. They got a little crazy. <laughs> Dude, they it got was, a little. They got a little fresh. It was during the height of all these. It was probably right after I got one of these casting. And I just like as a white guy, I just finally was like, I can't. Fucking well, stand this shit anymore. Energy, it's just like, let me just fuck with you because you're just energy is so shit. My favorite comic, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Love that guy. Like, How? Uh, and then you, it's such an obvious joke. And these comics are so devoid of irony understanding. Uh-huh. If you're a comic, a good one anyway, you got to know irony. You got to feel it. You got to understand it all, in all places. Mm-hmm. If you got to catch irony, you're probably a bad stand-up comic. Yeah. So the fact that Someone like took you know affirmative action. Yeah. And was like, hey, buddy. <laughs> okay, well, you're already a bad comic because you do not understand anything about irony, satire, anything. Yeah. So it, that group, I mean, dude, it's like, yeah, uh, we're 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 really we move away from the things we should talk about because of these stupid bullshit mm-hmm. things. They're stupid. They're fucking dumb. They're a waste of emotional energy for everyone involved. 
and we could we're better yeah. we're better than that i mean like we ultimately have to make like the change ourselves in there's no no saving grace government god coming in to help it's right. got to be done here with ourselves and it's got to start at the level where people stop immediately assuming everything about a person like we have to give people their humanity back we're, we're losing it in this day and age in this digital world mm. and we th- that's where we could be totally fucked well like china's wet dream right fuck. and then again you know we talk about the bad parts of the internet I mean, the reason i have people who know me in Austin right now are because of the internet. So there's things, technology is not good or bad. It just is, and there's many things that come with it. Well, but The thing itself is not good or bad. It's, it's how we use it. It's the comfort with technology that we have to be wary of because the comfort brings with it the Wally outcome. Right. So the Wally. Have you seen the movie Wally? Yeah. Where Great all movie. Fat such, a, such a fucking poignant Super message in a fucking great little like the, obviously the Super children awesome. watching that didn't get that but you know for the adults it's like a gay it was something for for everyone you know like but yes that's the half the adults watching we're it. already well on right. the way to that to the idiocracy to the whatever yeah another good I'm amazing frightened film. I'm and when I say these things on these comedy I'm frightened Usama I'm literally legit. Right, right. Right before the lockdowns happened, and when I knew everything was starting to go in a really, and it just felt you felt it. That energy was going. Right. You know, I had a day long panic attack after I the first time I heard about contact tracing. Right. Like it just, I knew, I knew, like it was like, oh yeah, it, like the I knew the guys was COVID. I knew what it really was. It, it's the same thing with the Patriot Act after nine eleven. The shit ran yeah. through with that under the guise of national security. It was never. <laughs> That the, the gov- I think the same applies. I, I, the idea, the overarching idea here is the government is not to be trusted. That's that's for sure. Um, you know, people are like, I don't trust the government. They get one twelve hundred dollar check. They're like, Yeah, government. It's yeah. like, dude, the, the how easy it is to like just give you a couple you, of pebbles, and now you're like, uh, you're having a good time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Here's your hey, fucking hey, six hundred dollars, hey, which I didn't hey, even get. Right? Oh, you didn't get it? No. Gov- what the fuck? Government. That, that, that's why I think. Uh, I didn't get my fucking my crumbs. I was supposed to get. I don't know. Apparently, I, 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 I got turbo tax. Apparently, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Free tax USA, baby. Fuck. Don't worry about it. But you know, that's why. That's why government loves holidays. You know. Hey, holiday season. <laughs> don't th- you want? Don't think about the drones. Get a drone for your mom. <laughs> you know that kind of shit. It's very much like anything to distract from the a big issue of control. Control. Yeah. More control. More well, control. and then you hear. Um, things like UBI getting thrown around, and you're like, "Ooh, uh, that is a recipe for bad things." Oh, yeah. Not from the standpoint I think it's bad to give people that money every month. It's bad because it's a dependency issue, and it's a reliance on a government issue. And everybody that got it, if it was truly that universal, would say, especially people that made good money, you know, like, "Oh, I don't need that. It's just a little extra in my." But it's eventually, the f- they would. Yeah. That would be part of what they. And if you took it away, then all of a sudden people. So there's a controlling. You know what part they're gonna do is like say they give you the money, right? So they, they give UBI to everybody. Right. right. Then what are they gonna do? Raise the prices of grain a little bit. Yeah. You know, make that money less uh, valuable. Yeah. Slowly and surely, you need more. You're yeah. you're feeling less secure. You need you're more on their tit. 
You know, raise the price of grain $5, give the people $4, yeah. right? See, that's slowly give, give them more, but make them more dependent. Uh-huh. It's the fucking classic indentured servants. You yes. know, in, in Bangladesh, in Dubai, they do this fucking disgusting projects in Dubai. Come on down, Bengali. Come on down, make some money for your fucking family. You get there, you know, it's, it's not the brochure, and they, they make you work um, long hours. You can only buy things from the commissionary at that location. See what I'm saying? You give the money right back, that kind of bullshit. That's what's going to happen. If, if we allow that UBI to come through. I Dude, that's where it's like in that. That's a very popular Democratic, uh, you know, like Yang running for mayor of New York it's City. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. I, I that it's it, it, again. It's like where, where if I opposed right. it for on that grounds, people would say you, you know, you're not supporting people like, no, no, I'm not. I don't I see what it would be used for. And I don't like the idea that we would all yeah. be dependent on something. I would say take that out and just put it towards good universal health care. Like everyone gets health care. Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. I'm dumb. I'm not, I don't have all the answers. But the idea, don't give me the money. Just if I get cancer, you let me use that then. Yeah, exactly. That seems just like. put it in a fund and if I ever get sick. That, but that would help me too much, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Never mind. Yeah. No, yeah. They, they we, we live in a consumerist economy. Right. They need people spending. But, dude. The Great Reset, I don't know what that is, but it sounds to me like their their system's starting to get starting to little destabilize right. a little bit, and they're like, we're gonna we gotta like redo this whole thing. I don't know how that plays out, but the I told you this: the Great Reset, right, Build right. Back Better. These are things; they're predictive things that politicians have just started saying, yeah, randomly, <laughs> yeah. Right. Why, yeah. Who knows? Why? <laughs> like, like, really, though? You know? Right, right. Like, uh, uh, here's a good conspiracy theory. Uh, Biden is owned by China, and the fucking, uh, like, Kamala Harris's husband, legit, is, yeah. like, a high-power attorney that has, like, major ties with the CCP. Sure. That's legit. That's we real. We all know that Kamala's husband is, like, that's that's you know, real. owns Guatemala or some so shit. So, you know? how, the, 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 the tie-ins are so close that, and... You really, China could manipulate things. If Biden, let's just say, because like there was a Democratic field, right? Tons of candidates. But if let's just say Biden was China's guy, mm-hmm. right? China wants Biden. Like China doesn't want Bernie. China right. doesn't want you know who who does the party want? Bernie. It's the party made it pretty fucking clear who they wanted. I would have voted for Bernie. Yeah, I would have voted Bernie's for Bernie. The man, and he. Gave a fuck about people. Now Biden, how much of a the if people are like, oh, he's doing all these things for for uh, for us. He's probably doing them because the corporations were like, all right, Joe, get to it. You can do that, dude. But you, like, you can you know they checked off his little checklist. Like, like think oh, about right. it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. China wants. Let's just say Biden's China's candidate. Bernie and Biden are pretty neck and neck. All right. of a sudden, COVID hits. COVID came from where? China. All of a sudden, everything shuts down primaries basically stopped they never really finished the primary process right biden gets the nomination it's all all the democrats are in agreement that there were everyone every single democrat said right. there were other candidates that were probably better than this guy but he's but then like you know 75 percent said but it's he's democratic they lost probably some democrats that would have voted i mean but I'm, like, I'm all about conspiracy theories, the oil all pro- that goes to yeah. us being in a position where we we have a Number one, a president who doesn't seem cognitively like at 
completely you think they gotta fully keep hitting the antenna full, full capacity keep it in the chest. does he does he to you yeah i mean these what white guy over 75 has ever been like there you know well this guy's at like 76 70 he's like yeah. old as fuck right he just doesn't seem like he seems like he's not going to make it through it the term. Like, it seems like whatever, I feel like we're going to have President Kamala Harris. It seems like uh, like Joe Biden gets rebooted by China every fucking 20 minutes. He's just like, dude. And you see him like, what? He, he's just like, he, like he called. He thought he was running against Bush at one point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, he's crazy. <laughs> he was. I mean, it, it, there's been some things where it's like, it, you know, you can call it senility or like. He's maybe, 70 something. I mean. But like, damn, dude, who the fuck? But like, I mean, that that's the guy that the Democrats put up the, the party that says we're sick of rich, old white men. Right. Boom. That's what we get. Like, well, meanwhile, Bernie had like one ninth of the salary of like every other. And Bernie lives off of his fucking Senate salary, whatever yeah. that 400,000 a year or whatever he makes. Yeah, the modest sum. Dude, then he like made those shirts and then gave all the money to. Yeah, he's the bad piece of shit, good he's motherfucker. Bernie has been the best forever. This guy rocks, dude. dude I fucking love Bernie, he's man. The best. He's the best. He's, uh, he's true shooter, bro. Dude, right, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of losing my voice, man. Yeah, right. um, Let's dude, wrap it up. It it all comes down to uh, keep your head on a swivel. Always be always be fucking alert. Yeah, keep like, learning. Keep learning. Don't stop learning. Yeah, uh, and. Hey, you know, like I said, man, when you get big, I'm riding your coattails. Yeah, done. I think big things are coming for you. We're just moving, I'm excited man. for you, brother. Let's keep going, dude. Um, I'm happy to see what the next, well, let's hope COVID ends, but what what things are coming. There will be yeah. an announcement you'll probably make soon, or I don't know, not, not an announcement, but, you know, you're... Things, things are happening. Good things are, things, good things things are happening. happening. I was happy to be here to, to, to Of course. I appreciate you, bro. Going Pretty, well, man. It's been a great so, week, man. Hanging with you, man. It's been a good time. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate you You sitting down, brother. It's, I talked more. I literally lost my voice through no, 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 no. stand-up, so I'm just like, ugh. Dude. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, Mango Bay, check it out. Podcast, check it out. Uh, and uh, IG, Usama Stands Up. Yeah. Uh, IG of Mango Bay. Is it why, why your Mango Bay? Check it out. It's all fucking hot shit. Yeah, brother. Yeah, bro. Thanks. Get the 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 get the